Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning. It is 10.08 Sunday, July 16th. Welcome to the huddle. Dave Schwartz alongside Pete Najarian and Charlie Weiss. Great to have you with us on this Sunday morning, uh, an overcast morning here uh, in Minnesota. And uh, just kind of a, well, I guess you'd call it dreary, but it's been so dang hot lately, Pete. I, I don't mind it. It's kind of nice to get a little bit of a, a, a reprieve here from what from the heat uh, and, and all that stuff that we've had lately. Mm-hmm. How have you been? How was your week, buddy? Everything's been great. It was a great week. Uh, the, the stock market's really uh did what we were probably all hoping for them to do. But I will tell you this, uh, we're getting no reprieve at all on heat. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it's amazing down here. We're, we're in the mid to upper 90s every single day. And I can tell you that sounds good. You know, a lot of people say, oh, that sounds great. What are you talking about? Well, the water, all you get is wet. You do not get cold from the from the Gulf because <laughs> the, the water's got to be somewhere close to 90. Uh, it, it's, oh it's absolutely amazing. And... It is interesting though because it brings a lot of the fish in, and so yeah. you're you're seeing things that you don't normally. I just, I literally just saw about a 400 pound, uh, 300 pound tarpon, uh, just oh flying. Around. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing what, what how close they are to shore actually. Yeah. But you know they're always running, so it's always interesting. Well, I guess just stay. Away. What do you do? What do you do to with a 400 pound tar, uh, tarpon except stay out of the way? Right? <laughs> yeah, I let so him do his thing. Do. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. go do your thing. Um, well, you know what? I, I'd like to. I would like to pick up. We had a really great discussion last week, Pete. That that got a lot of steam during the week mm-hmm. as well, uh, and that that is about Northwestern firing head coach Pat Fat, Pat Fitzgerald this week, as well as uh, their baseball coach. As also Jim Foster has been fired as well. There's a lot of there's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to this that kind of developed during the week. But where I want to start today, and I and I don't necessarily want to torch the entire school down, but it, there's some listen to some negativity. Mm-hmm. I find it very interesting. Pat Fitzgerald is now pondering a lawsuit, and and that lawsuit says that the University of Northwestern had a breach of contract saying that they had an agreement that the two week suspension was enough, that that was what was going to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, this is going to be an unpopular opinion and, and that's just fine because I don't condone what Pat Fitzgerald did, but I do think that he has a point and I do think that his argument holds some water. It's not technically his fault that the school royally, screwed this up 
Mm-hmm. It's not. And Pat's hired a lawyer, you know, if he's going to decide to go after them or not. They had an investigation. The school had information on what was going on. So one of two things happened. Either the AD and the president decided, well, we'll just do the two-week suspension and brush it under the rug and hopefully it goes away. Mm-hmm. Or they didn't do their due diligence and figure out what was really going wrong. Mm-hmm. However, neither of that is really Pat Fitzgerald's fault. Listen, was did what he did and, and was – we've talked about this at length. What he did and what he allowed to be done in his program is abhorrent. And, and we've talked at length about it. I don't like it. But is it truly his fault that the school screwed this up so badly? Yeah. Because what he's saying now is we had an agreement. You told me it was two weeks. It went to the court of public opinion, and you decided to change your mind on how much you were going to suspend me. Mm-hmm. None of those things are Pat Fitzgerald's fault. And, and maybe he's going to fight this in court now, but I do think that he has an argument, Pete. I think he's probably got an argument. I'm not on the legal side. I don't know all that, the ins and outs of all that very well at all. I can tell you this, and it's funny that you, you, you've gotten this direction as we've gotten into this topic, because I was going to go here in a different way, which is, hey, look, Pat did something that was foolish. He failed the players. He turned his head. Uh, he didn't do anything to stop the hazing. I think all of that is is unbelievably awful, of course. Um, and yet, I'm looking at this, and so they give him the two weeks, right? Well, the athletic director, Derek Gregg, yes. how, about, how about this guy? I mean, yeah. I don't know how he has a job today, and I'm not calling for his head, but I would say this. Let's yeah. see. He screwed up on this two-week thing, right? I mean, that was mm-hmm. a major decision that was – probably done hoping, like you said, that it gets swept under the rug. I mean, so, okay, well, that's a bad decision probably, given the fact of all the, you know, what they could possibly look at and say, well, what is this going to look like in a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, right? right. So uh, they they mis- they misjudged everything there. But how about this? He's also responsible for, for hiring Jim Foster. Yes. Who, who's been there, uh, what, one season? And... <laughs> He, and he's, came with quite, quite a rap sheet, too, before right. he even got there. Right. And so they grab him because he had some some success as a baseball coach, I believe, at an Army. But he gets fired for bullying, toxic yeah. environment, you know, uh, abusive behavior. Now, that's his direct hire, and that's something that just happened, and you're already having to exit that, right? So. I don't know how this guy isn't under fire almost immediately. I don't know how, I mean, if Pat got two weeks and, and, and is, you know, they thought that this guy, I don't think there, you just say, well, you know, you made some bad, mad decisions and everything to your point. They already kind of knew something about, about some of this stuff. And (laughs) so that's already there. You know, they had 16 guys on the baseball team went into the transfer portal. Several of the coaches also left the program. I mean, there's a lot to be said for that. And, and, you know, so now what do they do? Uh, I tell you what, if I'm the president of the university, it's a very easy decision for me. Now there's people out there who'd say, well, you're, you're jumping to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I I don't think so. (laughs) You know, this, this is a school that, you know, is, is noted around the world for who they are, what they are, you know, this academic and everything else. And for them with all of these missteps, it's just, uh, I think it's too much. I don't, 
I don't know how the athletic director still has his job. I'm not I, calling I for that, it because I'm no, not a Northwestern I, guy. Right. <laughs> I, I agree with you. And, and uh, really quickly, I want to make sure everybody has a chance here. If you want to weigh in on this, we will likely talk about this again, I would imagine, throughout the morning. We'd love to hear from you on the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line 651-461-9226. Uh, again, 651-461-9226. It's the City's One Plumbing Talk and text line. Pete, you make a really, really great point about – the hiring of Jim Foster. And now I'll say this, just just devil's advocate, and to be fair, we don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? We don't know if they had been investigating Foster already because of all the transfers, because of all the guys leaving. But I agree with you, and it, it, it was really interesting to me this week to to hear and talk with and interact with the listeners of our show who, you know, I posted – the audio of what we were talking about, the bullying and those kind of things. And I had a lot of people come out of the woodwork and say, my goodness, you know, I'm sorry this happened to you, Dave, but, but it also happened to me mm-hmm. as a lot of, a lot of my friends, you know, I've ex athletes and uh, college and professional. And they said, you, I think the big thing that I took away from this week was, was two things. One, I don't know how uh, the athletic director still has a job, but two, I think this stuff has happened more than we know throughout the last 10, 20, 30 years. And last week I said this. I said, I don't know how this still happens in 2023. You know what? Maybe maybe it's been happening. Maybe it's been going on the whole time. And, and this is just finally people are starting to have the courage to step up and say, no, this isn't the way things have to be. This isn't right. it. Yeah. But I agree with you, I, I, and I'm not necessarily calling. I don't like calling for people's jobs no matter what happens. But I do wonder, and that was the second thing from this week, everyone's saying, how does Derek Gregg still have a job? Mm-hmm. How is it that he allowed this to go on, he brushed this under the rug once he found out, and he hired another coach who was guilty of this elsewhere, who came in with mm-hmm. this reputation? I, I, I'm i with you, Pete. I don't know what the answer is, but I also truly don't think that the dominoes are done falling in this one. No, I don't think so. And and I think we'll see we'll see and hear more. I'm sure that we're going to get a lot of texts and a lot of things coming in of people with opinion on this whole thing. You know, one of the other things you you have to move on, right? As you're moving on, yep. you have to make some of the decisions that that have to be made along the way. We're talking about the middle of July, early July, but middle of July. And football season is not that far away. I mean, we're literally a, a month and a week away from yep. the Gophers season, right? <laughs> at, yeah. at, at the at the at the stadium. So I'm excited for that. But you know, they had to figure something out. And I was thinking about: Do you hire somebody that you think could be there two or three years? Do you hire somebody within? I actually do think they made the right decision here. This is the one right decision I can yeah. see because David Braun is first class from everything I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. He was not there until January when they brought him in uh, because, you know, coaches were gone and they, they wanted to make some moves because their their season was so bad. They had one win last year. But David Braun comes from North Dakota State. Like like every coach who comes from North Dakota State, <laughs> his resume looks unbelievable. I mean, four, four seasons as a defensive coordinator, two national titles. The only issue is he's never been a, a head coach at FBS. Yeah. So. That that doesn't bother me personally at all. I, I think, you know, once you get up 
and you've been around and this guy has been around. He's, he's, he's still a younger guy, but you know, he's got the experience. He's coached so many different places. He was at UC Davis, Winona state where he played football, Northern Iowa, all those places. He's got a great resume and he has been successful everywhere he's been. But I, I was even putting together Dave, you know, with my brother this past week, I said, well, do you go for a David Shaw, the old Stanford coach? Do you mm-hmm. go for a Paul Christ? Cause he knows it. Jim Leonard. Do you go for even the, the former coach at Navy, Neil Matalolo. I, yeah. I, I think that there's a lot of guys out there that fit the mold that should fit and could fix Northwestern, I think, overnight. But, but the more Pete, I've thought Pete, about it, I think Braun, I think Braun's the perfect guy, actually. So I, I'm ripping up my list. I think Braun <laughs> should be the guy. <laughs> and and you, know, you know this college game way better than I do in the coaching game. Do you think that some of those coaches, is it possible that they wouldn't want to get into that mess? I mean, not to say that this that Braun didn't deserve the job, but do you think that it's conceivable that they'd say, here, do, do you want to take this over? And that even if they're out of a job and wanting a coaching job, they'd go, you know what, I don't want that right now. Well, you know, it will come with the headaches, and you're going to be – everybody's going to have the microscope on you, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's going to be watching. Everybody's looking. They want to see how are you going to react. What are you going to do? I don't think that's that hard. I mean, it's to me, it, it, it's not a whole lot different than just taking over a 1-10, in 1-11 football team and having to figure out all the things to fix. Because mm-hmm. if it's already in your DNA that that would not be allowed, <laughs> which I would – I would bet you with David Braun, that's not allowed. Uh, I don't think that's a worry. I think you could step in there. And if he has any early success and, and, and wins, you know, a few games, I, I think that we know who's going to be the head coach there because yeah. he's got that same resume that, you know, you look at Wyoming, you look at Kansas state, you look at a lot of different schools around the country where North Dakota state former coaches have had great success. Mm-hmm. I, I look at the Kansas state football team at the big 12 and think, you know, a lot of people looked past who these guys were last year, and they've got 15 starters coming back. Yeah. I, you know, that's going to be a team to contend with as well again this year. So uh, those coaches at North Dakota State are absolutely, they just have the greatest background, and they seem to be able to just adjust almost immediately to wherever they are. And that's why I think David Braun, wow, yeah, I think he's the perfect choice. Be interesting if they if they back their way into a, a great coaching hire, which yeah, would, and end up having some success this year. Uh, how that is viewed by the sports landscape uh, and and everybody out there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're running behind. This is a deep topic, and I'd certainly be more than happy to get back into it again later in the show if you want to join the conversation. This we're talking about Northwestern uh, and and kind of the fallout of some of the 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 firings of this week. Uh, does Pat Fit- does Pat Fitzgerald have a point uh, having a lawsuit? Is it right for Derek Gregg to keep uh, having his job at this point? Would love to hear from you and what you think about that. Six five one four six one nine two two six. It's the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Coming up next, we will switch over topics to uh, maybe not certainly not as controversial, but one talked about quite a bit this week: All Star Baseball jerseys. Let's get back. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To something that's fun and, and is, is not, uh, that doesn't have the same gravity to it as some of the other stuff we've had to talk about the last couple of weeks. Talk about all-star jerseys, baseball jerseys. Did you like them? Not. We've got some questions about that. We'll delve into it next. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle 1025 on this Sunday morning. Did you watch the All-Star Game, Major League Baseball All-Star Game this week? The uniforms, I was uh, I was just being blasted on social media. I loved them. I thought they looked so good. I loved the difference. I, I and This is an unpopular opinion, but I'm not afraid to have it. And, and I'll close circuit to our good friend, uh, WCCO, Brad, who, who told me I was wrong. Our buddy Brad said, nope, they should be wearing... Their team jerseys, to which I said, it, "This is a. I get it. That's a popular opinion, but I disagree. I, I, I love. I think it should have a different feel than the regular season. That these guys should be a team of all stars, not a team of their separate teams. Mm-hmm. And P.S. on the business side, it brings in more money because people buy all star jerseys. I mean, it just it <laughs> makes so much sense to me." I thought the camo was cool. I it was, I guess it was camo. Some people, someone said it looked like a wrinkled up bowling shirt, uh, which I, <laughs> yeah. I thought was a very good description. I liked him, uh, Pete. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in here, uh, Dave. You have every right uh, to your opinion, and you have just absolutely every right to be absolutely wrong. I was gonna uh, say, but but I'm wrong. Yeah, to, to be absolutely wrong. Do you know what I don't care about? I don't care if My they opinion? if they get oh. along and are oh we're all playing for the same team. I want it to look cool, and it looks cooler when you all have your uniforms on from your different teams. And I can see who it is, and I can very. Whoa! All right, I agree. I'm, I'm apparently too excited here. I, I, clicked a, I clearly clicked a button that I didn't realize. I didn't it's think I did. It's never bad to play some prints. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, on for you know, I'm we're, we're we're I we're back to. I just don't think that I I think. You have this. You have this group of all stars. Yes, they're representing their teams, and I agree. You know, and, and I don't remember. I'll have to take a better look. But I don't know if the jerseys had patches on them from their teams or the hats did. Like I get that. Maybe put them in their own hats, right? Maybe keep them in their own team hats. That's an interesting thing. Yeah. How about that? Would you Would you be on board with that, Charlie? Or am I still wrong? No, you're still wrong. Okay. It, should be, it should be full jerseys. Hey guys, I. I will say this, yeah. Rob Manfred, of all of the, 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 the guys that are in charge of everything, right? The commissioner of baseball, you've got football, you've got basketball. I have, I have nothing but issues with the basketball guy. I, I think he's, Adam Silver has been terrible in my opinion. I think with the NFL, it's 50-50 on whether or not he's good or not. Rob Manfred, how about this? He started off the season, we changed the rules, and now what? Well, uh, attendance is up 8%. So, I think we are seeing things go the right direction for baseball. And I, and I think when you consider the all-star game and the success that they had there, because it actually matters as opposed to every other all-star game that really doesn't matter. It doesn't really affect anything. These guys were competitive. Uh, how many years had it been since the, uh, 
the National League had done as well as they did. I, I, I think it was like 10 years it's or something. It's been a while. 10 years, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, you know, there, there was something interesting about it. I mean, let's be honest. Have you guys even – do you even watch the, the, the NFL? <laughs> yeah. The Pro I mean, Bowl? No, it's awful. The Pro Bowl, it's, it's, not, it's unwatchable. And, and it is unwatchable. And in the NBA, it's also – it's just a bunch of guys running down court, firing the ball. They score 180 points, and it's like, well – you know, why are we watching this? This is really not that interesting. But this was interesting. This was fun. It's the, you know, it's the middle of summer. It's the middle of almost everything shuts down and you get this event. And I'll tell you guys, the, the number of teams right now that are competitive, that, not, that they aren't normally there, mm-hmm. you can see all of the things that are going really right right now for baseball. And I, and I, and I give, you know, we rip these guys, or at least I do, I do Dave. I'm not going to throw you in there with me. Oh, I do. But, it's okay. But, but I, I, I rip into, you know, Goodell, and I, I rip into Adam Silver because of all the right reasons, in my opinion. By the way, Pop decided to, uh, to do a little load management with his draft pick too, after two games in the, in the summer league. That was really, that was really impressive. <laughs> but, you know, did you, so, but Pete, did you like the uniforms? As far as the uniforms go, I thought they were okay. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 you know, the uniforms don't really much matter to me, to be honest no, with you. I, see, I think I'm they, a snob. I love uniforms. No, I, I, I'm a uniform oh, I, guy. oh, I'm an Oregon fan, man. I I'm yeah, with you on yeah. that. I mean, I love everything that they come up with. I, I, I think some of them are okay, some are not. You know, we everybody's going to have opinions, kind of like it was Charlie was saying. I mean, some people are going to love them, some people are going to hate them. But uh, I don't mind the hat thing. I mean, maybe that's not the greatest thing in the world, but you do want to kind of distinguish a little bit about, oh yeah, that's the kid from the Twins, or that's the guy from yeah. the Angels. But yeah, by mean, the way, you're not. How about Otani with 33 home runs, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, you're not. You know, for casual baseball fans, you're not going to necessarily recognize the faces of all these players. Right. You know, the, yeah. who's who's at second base right now, and they're always changing. You know, they're they're subbing guys out. You know, left and right every inning to try to get everybody in the game. Now they have their names on the back of the on jerseys. the back. They don't always show the back of their jerseys. What do you mean? I'm not. Well, I'm not looking at the back of the, the jerseys. Are you even watching? Yes, you absolutely could be. But let's let's be clear. The one thing that they really need to do in the All Star Game bring back World Series home field advantage. It made the game the most interesting in all of sports for all-star games. It gave it meaning. They cared. They really wanted it. Bring that back. Mm -hmm. I'll agree with that. I I, I certainly don't feel like it makes any harm having it there one way or the other. Right. Um, I I don't know that everybody who's on the field is going to say, man, I really, you know, like, if, if, if somebody's on Oakland, they go, man, I really hope we get World Series uh, home field (laughs) advantage. They're not going to make the playoffs. But, um it's interesting. I, 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 I do think that there's um, there's always things you can tweak. Let's put it. Yeah. How about we leave it there? I like the jerseys, but I'm, <laughs> that's fine. All right. Hey, and so our let, twins played pretty well, by the way, Dave. They I did. Mean, I, our pitchers did a nice job. So They did, yeah. and they even got some run support, which is probably yep. uh, a little new for them. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with a fast break. You're listening to The Huddle on A3 WCCO. All right. Not a ton happening this week uh, in, in the world of sports. We had the All-Star break, obviously, so we had the All-Star game in baseball, but no real Twins baseball up until a, a couple days ago. We are obviously in the off season for the NBA other than the Summer League, NHL, not much going on right now. NFL, we'll talk about the uh, quarterbacks TV show a little bit later on in the show, but we are going to start then with baseball because we had at least a little something going on with baseball. Also, I don't want to leave out the WNBA. That's a question coming later as well. Great. But the MLB trade deadline is 
relatively just around the corner. August 1st, trades are, are going to start uh, heating up here with that trade deadline being August 1st. In fact, there's already been a, a trade. The Kansas City Royals traded Aroldis Chapman, closer, uh, really? to the Texas Rangers. Uh, and he just got his first save for the Rangers, I believe, last night on a 102-mile-per-hour fastball. He still oh. got it. Um, what is that, his fourth or fifth team now? Oh, at least. He started with the yeah. Reds, Yankees, Yankees, Cubs. Cubs is uh, the one I forgot. Yeah, there's there's at least at least four in there. Uh, so, speaking of that trade deadline, word is on the street, that's where, that's where I'm hearing it at least, that Shohei Otani may be on the block as his contract is up at the end of this season. As, as we know, it's a very, very small contract right now because of the uh, Japanese league rules. When they come mm-hmm. over, it's a small contract, but he's going to make a huge contract this offseason. So the Angels are maybe saying, hey, we'll listen. We'll listen if, if you are willing to offer something crazy. So my question to you, we're going to start with you, Dave. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to see Shohei Otani end up, and where would be the best spot for him to end up for the sport of baseball? Oh boy, um, well I love that they're they're willing to hear offers, right? I mean, come on, of course you are, but unless you unless you somehow package like a fifteen player, I I just it's we all know where he's going to end up. He's going to either end up in New York or L.A. and and frankly, that's what's best. That's what baseball wants, right? They want him in one of the two biggest markets. They probably want him in New York or Boston. Uh, or or with the Dodgers, and those are the teams that can always pay for it. That's not necessarily where I'd like to see him go. I, okay, Homer, I want him here. I would love <laughs> sure. to watch Shohei Otani uh, with the Twins, but the, the the capital's not there to get him. Uh, and certainly, that, that you know, starting pitching is great, but they need a whole lot more. But he can bat too. I, I would. You can you can hold on to this. We'll clip it. I will eat my hat if he ends up somewhere other than Yankees, Red Sox, or Dodgers. San Francisco is the one wild card, I think, yeah. uh, as far as cities that you didn't name. I, I think that the Giants do have the capital, uh, and we'll see if they, they want to necessarily put that up. They went for Judge this offseason. We know that, and that's yeah. probably somewhat similar. I don't know. I'm thinking us Twins fans can uh, crowdfund the $650 million. <laughs> start, I'll start the GoFundMe, and, uh, and I mean, we'll if everyone drops in five dollars in a bucket when they enter the state fair, we might get close. Yeah, <laughs> two and a half million people strolling yeah. through the fair. Right? <laughs> and we make some money. We can at least put a dent in it. You know, have the we the should have folks. a collection bucket at our WCCO radio booth during the fair. If she, well, show how he'll be he'll be past the deadline by then. So we won't have any luck. And the problem would be, we'd have, how do we get it back to them when they don't get them? <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> then you and I, can, we'll go take a plane and go see if we can get them back. I'm going to give you guys a name that, you, you know, you you threw out a lot of different teams, and I don't disagree at all. It's either the, the Dodgers, uh, the Yankees, you know, maybe Boston, because they always have the money. San Francisco's a great option. Don't forget about the Mets, and I only say that yeah. because as a financial guy, I know the guy who owns the Mets, and I can tell you he has limitless money. <laughs> there yeah. is there is no level that would bother him at all. They're and the I highest think, payroll in baseball, yeah. right? And he's and he doesn't care, and he yeah. and he he does what care about winning, and they're nineteen and a half back, so that's that's not so great. But you know, he grew up; that was his team. He bought the team when he had all the money. Uh, he, he's, he's a special guy. He's a, he's a brilliant man. And, uh, 
I think that he would go after him in an aggressive way, mm. maybe more than anybody else in baseball. And it uh, it could get pretty interesting because that I I don't know what the number will be six hundred million. Is it seven hundred million? <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, I, I'm not exaggerating to say that when you consider what he does as a pitcher and what he yeah. does as well as you know as a batter. It's unbelievable. And, and this would be a ten year deal or so. Is it'd is be a ten year deal? We're looking yeah. at yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. yeah, no, I think Cohen is going to put up the money uh, with anybody. It's going to come down to kind of a That's fit because yeah. I think everybody's going to want point. that. The, the other team not mentioned that maybe you've seen Japanese players really thrive there, a lot of different Japanese players, but particularly Ichiro. The Seattle Mariners have uh, had a strong history of being able to lure Japanese players uh, to play for their team. So maybe a very wild card, doubtful, but... You know, never say never, I guess. Pete, we'll move back on to you, and we'll stick with baseball for question two, more of a twin-centric question here. Uh, We're back from the All-Star break, and the Twins are off to a strong, I guess if you can call it strong, start against the A's. Um, But they're wins, right? Two-game win Mm -hmm. streak against the A's to come out of the All-Star break, and they're back to one-and-a-half games up in the Central as Cleveland is struggling against the Texas Rangers. Uh, Second half of the season, the Twins have uh, the easiest record in baseball by the numbers, uh, by records. Uh, Cleveland is at about 15th with their most difficult uh, record for the second half. A lot of that obviously has to do with how bad the Central is and how much we play the Central. But, Pete, my question with all of that, what should the expectations be in the second half? Should we expect, should we demand that this team makes the playoffs, or is that too much? I think we demand that they make the playoffs. I think the the problem will be is this going to be another one of these one and done playoff hunts for us, where we we get there, but that's as far as we get. And I hate to say it, but uh, based upon what we've seen so far, this 500 baseball that we've been playing for the entire year, um, I don't know what's going to really change that much. Although, guys, I know that you guys follow it even closer than I do, but Carlos Correa finally seems like he's kind of in the right spot. As the leadoff, he seems to be much more comfortable there. He seems to be thriving a little bit more. He's, I think, 11 consecutive games he's he's had hit. So I, I like what we're seeing a little bit about wh- where the Twins are, but they've got to be consistent. The pitching's been great. We all know that. The batting's been a struggle. We all know that. So are we going to make any kind of a move that sort of shores things up a little bit from the batting side of things. I think even shifting around the lineup, I think it makes it a little bit more intriguing. So Kyle Farmer, some of these other players that are starting to step up a little bit. If the bats are there, the twins could not only get to the playoffs, but get at least through one round. But if we stay with the kind of style that we're playing right now, I don't expect us to be there very long. Yeah. Um, And we've made a couple of those moves already. You got Walner who is up with the major league squad now. Uh, you've got Polanco, who is coming back and just starting his um, rehab assignment today. I believe Jorge Polanco is starting that rehab assignment. So there's there's some movement happening with the offense, and uh, hopefully they keep it up. Like we said, very easy schedule. You got these Oakland A's, you got the Royals, you got you know some of these just really bad teams. Detroit's going to be a lot of games. So uh, I, I agree, Pete. I think we should demand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on back to you, Dave. The WNBA All Star Game was this weekend. Team Stewart beat Team Wilson 143 to 127. Minnesota Lynx star Nafisa Collier put up 20 points on the winning side. So much defense. Uh, well, yeah, you know, but who cares? It's an all-star exactly. game. They're not yeah. trying to, you know, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
she put up 20 points. She uh, that was second most on the winning team behind Jewel Lloyd. Jewel Lloyd put up something like 31 or something. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nafisa, though, far more uh, accurate. I think she was mm-hmm. like 7 of 11 or something along those lines. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. Uh, at this point, at the All-Star break, the Lynx sit in third place in the Western Conference, seventh overall out of the 12 teams in the WNBA. It seems unlikely that this is a championship team. Uh, You have teams like the Aces, the Suns, and the Liberty that are just absolutely dominant, particularly the Aces. They look almost unbeatable, even though they've been beaten a few times. But Mm -hmm. when it comes down to it, they're looking very, very, very strong. We're at the midway point of the season. Would you rather – this is going to be a big draft year. Would you rather they get a better draft position, or are you still (laughs) going to be – No, because we don't don't know yet. We're not sure if – well, is it might not it, be Paige, uh, but it, Paige it, it, is, it is regardless thought of that it's still going to be a pretty big draft. Even it if could she's be not. Caitlin, yeah, Caitlin Clark will be there, right? I mean, that's it's. I, I don't like tanking. I I never have. I I don't like it for anything. I I I am the solo person who thinks it still probably doesn't happen in sports because it's just really difficult to get some of these athletes on board with that to do it. Well, I don't think I they actually, lose on purpose, but I no. think that they're just bad players yes, comparatively. That's, so that's yes. the front office tanking. But I, I think the Lynx. I, I, tr- I'll, I truly think they're gonna, they're gonna come back, and I, I, I think they'll end up making the playoff field. I mean, they won five of their last seven going into the All Star break. Uh, Collier is, is really, uh, she's just taken over this team, and I think that they've started. And Cheryl Reeve, as we talked about with Sloan Martin uh, last week, I believe. Um, has has really started to get this team where she where she wants it. Uh, they have a nice schedule. There are a lot of home games here in the last half of the season. So I actually think I, I think they make the playoffs, and I think you just you see what happens, and you go from there. I'm I'm not in favor uh, of of waiting and seeing if you can get Paige Beckers or or Caitlin Clark in the draft. Now that could change. <laughs> My opinion might change if if Paige Beckers is definitely coming out. I think she's a, a kind of a you know a generational kind of talent. So mm-hmm. I could change my mind, but I think I think no, you you keep trying to make it. Uh, by the way, did you guys see this uh, on the WNBA All Star front? Did you watch the three point competition? Oh yeah, uh, and, and Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. Ionescu, yeah, she's inc- holy cow, is she incredible? I mean, she nailed what thirty seven three pointers. I mean. And if you watch it, Pete, if you haven't seen the video or if you haven't seen the video out there, go mm-hmm. go watch it. It's on Instagram. It's everywhere. She is in such a rhythm. It is mm-hmm. so fun to watch, so much fun to see. She's just draining three after three after three after three. She set a WNBA and I believe an NBA, NBA record yep. for threes made. That's incredible. It was because yeah. they do the same format. So it was, yeah, uh, yeah it was. It was really record. cool. Pete, I imagine you've seen, seen her as an Oregon fan, Sabrina Ionescu. Yes. As an organ. Is it fan. Ionescu? Did I say her name wrong? I, I, I think I it is. Uh, I, I, I think that eye is soft. Okay. It's a soft I, eye. The one thing about the women's side of the sports, I, I tell you, I, I think that they shoot better than the men. I really yes. do. And yeah. I think this is a great example of it when we get the opportunity to see something that you can almost compare exactly, right? You know, the, the, the All Star weekend, they do this, they do that, and they do all these different things. And. And I just, I've, I've always come away just thinking, you know what? The accuracy of the ladies is better than the men. It just, it just is. And they're, they're incredible. I don't think that the the Lynx would ever tank. I I would hope that they wouldn't to your point, Dave, but um, boy, it sure would be fun if, 
for whatever, however things unfold over the next either year or more. Uh, Paige Beckers to be there would be just phenomenal. I, I think that would just be uh, a home run for the Lynx, and that would be really, really great. I don't know that that happens, but uh, and I certainly don't want them to tank. Uh, you know, I I have my major issues with that whole thing, and and you know the load management that plays into that I think is a big, a big part of that as I, well. I think. Can you wear? <laughs> when we go to the state fair? Can we get you a T-shirt on the front that just says "Load Management" on it? I, I just I love how much you hate it. I really do. Well, you know, it takes the. It's the sportsmanship <laughs> side of things, though, right? I mean, it's yes. it's just bad, you know. Yep. It it is it really has no place in in sports. And you know, we we get trained our entire lives that you're going to get out there, you're going to do the very best you can, you do what you can, and everything is there. And and then all of a sudden, these guys, fairly recently with this load management, I'll tell you the bad part would be you'd probably see me slumped over myself on some <laughs> some some chair, and it says load management, and there I am. <laughs> We'll get, uh, we yeah, don't have yeah. great load management at the state fair for, with uh, the foods. I think we're all yeah. going to fail at that. Uh, yes. Pete, let's let's go real quick with this last yeah. question. Uh, rumor is spreading out of Missoula, Montana, out of the lips of a former Montana athletic director, that North Dakota State and South Dakota State universities are actively trying to join the Mountain West Conference. Is that a good fit for those two schools? And is it if it's an option, should they be making that move as soon as possible? I think it's a great fit. It gives them uh, that much more notoriety, I think. I think there are people out there that, like us, who understand North Dakota State, but you go 500 miles south of us <laughs> and east and west and everything else, there's probably a different mentality of, of how they view North Dakota State, South Dakota State. I, I like that idea a lot. I, I think, it, I think it's, uh, it would be great. Should they actively do it? Sure. Well, why not? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, for me, it's almost like what's, what's happened with St. Thomas and we've had the opportunity to be right here watching this whole thing play out. I mean, the fact that those guys couldn't go to a bowl game last year was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it, it they had an incredible year. I think, what, weren't they 10-1, and one guys? I, I'm pretty sure about that. I believe uh, that. That sounds right. In football. And, you know, I, I think just going to that next level. I think I think for, for North Dakota State, South Dakota State, that would be give, give them that much more of a highlight. So I think that would be great. Yeah. All right, guys, that's it. Good stuff, good stuff. We're behind. We'll take a break, come back, wrap up hour number one. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle. Is that The Killers? It's been all The Killers so far. It's been all The Killers. Nice. How was that concert, by the way? A lot of fun. A lot yeah, of fun. was it good? Yeah, I mean, it was I, those three bands, I've wanted to see all three of them for a long time, so uh, it just kind of was perfect. Who uh, else was I'm, with The Killers? Uh, it was The Flaming Lips and Death Cab for Cutie. Oh, How man, many that, people were there, Charlie? Would you say? So it was kind of interesting. It was uh, to me, it was three headliners uh, that mm-hmm. I thought you know people should have come out. There were two opening bands as well, but three kind of bigger names. Uh, people didn't really come till the Killers. Once the Killers oh. came, it was uh, the whole floor and lower bowl and second level were all full. Um, oh. They were they were they were full up for the Killers. But Death Cab and Flaming Lips did not have huge crowds, which I was pretty shocked by. Hmm. How was the? It was a Target Field, right? Yes, it was. How was how was the venue for a concert? It was good. Yeah, it was my first time uh, being at a concert there. It was it was pretty solid. They had a good setup. Uh, they had a bar in the dugout down on the field. Nice. Uh, so no, it was uh, pretty good. Acoustics were good. Yeah, just overall a, a fun night, a fun show. That's Who covered great. Prince? You said somebody covered Prince. Yeah, the Killers. It? The Killers oh. covered uh, covered Prince. 
Uh, what awesome. what did they play? Oh man, what did they play? It was it's not one of his like major major hits. It was it was more of a deep cut. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to find it again. Hmm. Um, that was one. I, I'm not a huge huge concert guy, but I and I really I actually would love to have gone because didn't the Killers play First Ave on, on the they, night before? They announced like very soon yeah. before the show that they were playing First Ave. Yep. I have never been to First Ave for a concert. Oh, wow. it's one of my biggest oh, regrets. Come on, that's dude. why I know. <laughs> I can't even call myself a Minnesotan. I used to go there underage. I mean, it <laughs> was my first concert was there. That was my very first one. Oh, man. Oh, funny. All right. Well, uh, that's a wrap on uh, our number one. Of course, you can always podcast it on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. It'll be up soon. We keep on rolling. Hour number two coming up next. We'll talk about the Women's World Cup mm. as well as other stories on your mind. You're listening to The Huddle. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.